Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. a job as Laura's assistant, I thought I was set for life. Never in my wildest dreams did I think I would be locked away like a prisoner in Azkaban. Hi, my name is Jolene. My life changed drastically about three months ago. Before I continue, don't forget to like this video and subscribe. If you do, you would win $1 million within the next seven days. It really works. I was looking through the classifieds for a job while sitting on my bed in my tiny apartment when the words personal assistant needed caught my eyes. Hmm, I mumbled to myself as I carefully read the ad. Need one female personal assistant, age 25, 5 foot 5 inches tall, slim build, short wavy black hair that goes by the name Rebecca. Pay per month $5,000 plus bonuses. Call 555-7625 for more information. My eyes widened when I realized the amount of money that would be paid. Well, my name isn't Rebecca, but I sure look the part. I grabbed my phone that was sitting next to me and called the number. The person on the next side gave me the address, as well as the time of my interview, which was carded for the next day. I arrived at the address by taxi. And to my surprise, it wasn't an ordinary work office as I had expected. It was a mansion. I jumped out of the taxi and pressed the intercom nervously. Hi, good afternoon. I said in the best customer service voice, My name is Rebecca Miller and I'm here for the job interview. I waited for a few seconds. The only response was the opening of the huge gates that seemed to close off the mansion from the rest of the world. I approached the front door and pressed the doorbell. The door was opened by a slim, elderly man with a solemn face who was dressed in a butler's uniform. Good afternoon, I said politely and extended my hand. The man ignored my hand, which I placed by my side once more, and said, follow me. He waited for me to enter before closing the door behind us. He walked briskly, and I followed in silence. Everything we passed seemed like a blur to me. I was trying to get a glimpse of everything when I bumped into someone. Excuse me, I said, embarrassed. The lady in the maid outfit just smiled and nodded as she went about her business. We came upon huge ivory doors and stopped. 
The man knocked twice, opened the door, and nodded at me to enter. I smiled and entered the room. He closed the door behind me. As I walked further into the room, I noticed a slender woman with large blue eyes and blonde wavy hair sat behind the desk. I approached and she greeted me with a smile. Hi, Rebecca. Have a seat. My name is Laura Hamilton. We talked for a few minutes and to my surprise, she didn't ask for my resume or even my identification. I was in luck. <laughs> so how soon can you start? Laura asked. My eyes lit up. I got the job! I got the job! I celebrated in my head, but I calmly responded, I can start today if needed. Great, let's get started, Laura said. The next three months were amazing. I scheduled Laura's appointments and helped her plan her dinner parties. We ate lunches and dinners at the finest restaurants. She even took me shopping and bought me a new car. So, Rebecca, Laura asked one night as we were having dinner at a restaurant, what about your parents? Any siblings? I swallowed and replied, my parents travel a lot for business and I am an only child. I drank some wine and continued, do you and Mr. Hamilton have any children? Laura's face looked blank as she responded in a faraway voice, my husband was lost at sea and my daughter... Just then, the waiter approached our table. Do you ladies need anything? Laura's blank facial expression faded and she returned to her usual jovial self as she chatted with the waiter. When the waiter left, Laura turned her attention to me. I have a business trip to go to tomorrow and I was wondering if you would like to accompany me. I would love to! I exclaimed. Great! We will stop by your place so you can get your passport and whatever else you may need for the trip. My mind screeched to a halt. My passport. My passport had the name Jolene Miller, not Rebecca Miller. I gulped down the last of my wine and wondered how I was going to talk myself out of this one. After dinner, just as planned, Laura's chauffeur, Alex, drove us to my place where I collected my stuff. What am I going to do now? The jig is up, Jules. You better confess sooner than later. I mumbled to myself as I packed my bag. After packing and securing my tiny apartment, I headed back to the car and contemplated whether or not to tell Laura about the lie that I spun to get the job. I decided that tonight I was going to make the best of it and let tomorrow see about itself. As soon as we got to Laura's, Laura excused herself. I have a few things to finish organizing for our trip tomorrow, but let me show you to your room. I sent all the staff home for a little holiday since I would not be here for the next few days. My room, just like everything else in Laura's house, reeked glamour. From the king-sized canopy bed to the expensive piece of art that covered the walls, I sat on the bed and thought about my dilemma, and before long I fell asleep. I opened my eyes slowly and sighed. Well, Joels, today is the day. Time to kiss your new job goodbye. Something was different. I looked around slowly, then shot into a sitting position. Where the hell am I? I tried to move off the bed, but tumbled off awkwardly as my foot was chained to the bedpost. This wasn't the glamorous room that I fell asleep in. My heart stopped and my blood ran cold. Why was I chained to the bed? Where was Laura? What the hell was going on? I shrieked as I tugged at the chain. I shouted for help for what seemed like hours, but no one came. I sat on the bed and cried. I probably fell asleep because when I awoke, there was a tray with some sandwiches, a mug of juice, and a note in Laura's handwriting. Dear Rebecca, thank you for coming home. I have not seen you in such a long time. I know that the last time we saw each other, we got into a huge fight. I just wanted to tell you that I am sorry. I have chained you to the bed in the basement because I just want to keep you safe, where I can keep an eye on you. I don't want to lose you again. Love, Mom. This is not happening. This is not happening, I repeated to myself as I tugged at my hair. Laura, my name is Jolene, not Rebecca. Let me out of here. I screamed at the top of my lungs. If this hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Staff really did go home, then there was nobody left on the large estate that could hear me. I sat and sulked. The chain was attached to the bedpost. Then I got a brilliant idea. All I needed to do was kick the bedpost out, and the chain would fall out. I kicked, pushed, tugged on that bedpost like my life depended on it, because it did. I wasn't about to be held captive by some psychopath. Finally, the bedpost came loose, and I was able to move around. My arms and legs ached, but at least I was free. I noticed there was a small window at the top of the basement. There was a table and some boxes in the corner. Maybe I could squeeze through the window and escape. It was already dark. The moonlight was shining in, highlighting the night creatures that ran across the basement floor. I wish the basement was as glamorous as the rest of the house. I panted as I dragged the table across the floor, then piled the boxes on top. I climbed gingerly to the top of the makeshift pile, but my heart shattered when I realized that the window had solid steel bars. There was no way I could get those loose. Hi, Becky. I stumbled down the pile and crashed to the ground by the thud. I'm not Becky, I yelled. My name is Jolene. I looked around the room frantically and noticed four cameras, each placed securely in the four corners of the room. That's how you escaped last time, honey, so I made sure to secure the windows this time. Laura said sweetly, Last time? I scratched my head in disbelief, talking to myself. Then it hit me. Laura had done this before. The ad for a personal assistant was extremely specific, even down to the person's name. But I never questioned why she would want the person to be named Rebecca. Who was Rebecca? I paced the room back and forth, trying to think of ways to escape. I searched for secret passages, a key that may have been left behind. I even ran and smashed into the door, hoping that it would budge. Well, that didn't turn out too well either. The only thing I ended up with was a bruised shoulder. That basement was my home for the next seven days until something truly bizarre happened. While asleep, I felt someone place their hand over my mouth before quickly covering it with duct tape. The person was dressed in all black and wore a black mask. I fought against the intruder and was able to knock them to the ground and I ran. My legs felt like jelly as I pulled the duct tape off my mouth. I sounded like Scrooge business partner Marley from The Christmas Carol as the chain that was still locked to my foot dragged behind me. I tried every door and every window I came upon, but they were all locked. I needed to escape. I felt the walls closing in around me. Suddenly, it went black. Someone had thrown a black sack over my head and thrown me over their shoulder. How unlucky could a girl get? First I was held captive and now I was being kidnapped? But why? The person was much stronger than a person I fought with in the basement. The person moved quickly and soon I could feel the cold breeze on my exposed legs. Where are you taking me? My muffled scream sounded from the bag. I heard a door open and I was thrown into the back seat. The screeching of the tires alerted me that we were now moving. I waited for what seemed like an eternity before the vehicle stopped. I heard the door open and I began to kick and scream once more. Hey, lady's voice said, we're here to help you. I was a bit confused at first, but I still sat and allowed her to take the sack off my head. You? I said much louder than I intended. It was the same maid that I bumped into the day I had the interview with Laura. She greeted me with a warm smile. Hi, I'm Angela and this is my partner. She waved at the man coming around the van. Jeff Hamilton. What? Where? Incoherent words fell out of my mouth. I was so confused. Laura said you were dead. I said looking at Jeff. Well, I can assure you that I'm not, Jeff said with a smile. 
But why? I asked with a puzzled expression on my face as I looked from Jeff to Angela for answers. Well, Jeff said, scratching his head, my marriage to Laura was arranged. She was always so stern and tense. She wanted everything done her way. She was bossy and mistreated me and the staff. I always felt stuck in that marriage. I wanted out. So when the storm hit that day and we were on the yacht, I made my escape. My body was never found, so everyone just assumed I was dead. A few months after my horrific accident, I met Angela. I confided in her and we've been inseparable since. Jeff winked at Angela and she blushed. I looked at Jeff and raised my eyebrows. But who is Rebecca? I watched as pain flushed Jeff's face. He dipped into his pocket and pulled out his wallet. He removed a picture and handed it to me. This is Rebecca, our daughter, Jeff said softly. My jaw dropped open. I felt as though I was looking at a picture of myself. What happened? I asked, handing Jeff back his picture. I watched as he secured it in his wallet, then his pocket. Rebecca died in a car accident about six months ago. Jeff choked. Angela placed her hand around his shoulders and comforted him. Jeff continued when he was more composed. I am sorry that you got mixed up into this. You were not the first person that Laura has done this to. My eyes widened and I felt my stomach churn as Jeff told me about the three other girls he had to rescue from Laura's clutches. We, he pointed at himself and Angela, have tried... Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Getting Laura the help that she needs, but she refuses. She has always been stubborn. So what happens now? I said half aloud, wondering if I were dreaming and if I would soon wake up. It's not safe for you to go home, Angela said quickly. She opened the front door of the vehicle, and in her hands was a key and some clothing. She handed me both and said, Hurry, we have a private plane waiting for you, but you need to hurry. You can't go back to your apartment in case Laura shows up. Jeff chimed in. I am pleading with you. Please don't tell anyone about this. Laura doesn't need to go to jail. She needs to get help. I am willing to give you $10 million to disappear and change your identity. Now get dressed quickly. Time is against us. Jeff closed the door to the vehicle and I was alone with my thoughts. As I unlocked the chain with my leg and dressed into the clothes that were given to me, I thought about my choices. I could take the $10 million, escape leaving my parents and old life behind while hoping the next personal assistant makes it out alive. Or I could go to the police and make a report. Please viewers, help me make a decision. Leave your answers in the comment section below.